This is the Public Speaker, quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Today I answer a question that I received via LinkedIn. The listener wanted to know how to thank someone for a substantial donation. Basically, how do you thank someone when they give you millions of dollars? That's right, millions of dollars. It was a tough question for me since no one ever gave me millions of dollars. So I decided to reach out to a public speaker listener who I knew could help me with this. And speaking of a million dollars, have you ever wanted to request a raise or convince someone of your point of view, or maybe ask someone to donate money to your favorite cause, but you just weren't sure of the best approach? I know firsthand that many people are unsure of or even uncomfortable with the skill of persuasion and influence. That's why I created Influence, Maximize Your Impact. It's a video course that explains evidence-based research and provides practical strategies to gain commitment and foster collaboration, both at work and at home. And for public speaker listeners, right now, when you visit lisabmarshall.com forward slash influence, you can save 25% off by using the coupon code 25OFF. That's lisabmarshall.com forward slash influence and use the coupon code 25OFF. Okay, so here's the email that I received. It said, hello, Lisa. I've been reading and listening to your podcast for years now. Thank you so much. I wonder if you've ever done a podcast on how to give a speech thanking someone who gave a substantial donation. Thanks in advance. Here's my response. So I've written on how to write a thank you note and how to accept an award, but I haven't written specifically about this. Like I said at the top of the show, I felt like I needed to bring in someone to help support me on this one. I needed to talk to someone with way more experience than I have. And so I reached out to longtime listener Tim Lowell. He's the president of an educational and charitable not-for-profit corporation. So when I contacted him, I thought it was funny. The first thing he said was, ah, that's a great problem to have. And then he told me that he had a similar problem occur at the end of last year. And in his case, his donor normally wanted to remain anonymous. So that being said, a gift should always be acknowledged, both publicly as well as privately. So I asked him, what exactly is the right way to make an acknowledgement? And he told me that nothing beats a personal touch. He said for any donation, he sends a thank you note. And for a large donation, he sends a handwritten thank you note along with making a phone call. He told me that either he himself makes the call or one of the board members, particularly if the board member had a close relationship or has a close relationship with the donor. But above all of that, he said he regularly invites the donor to come in and volunteer to attend events and just to say hello. And I thought that was a really great touch. And I wondered if those actions of bringing the volunteer in helped the donor to become more committed to the cause. What was interesting, he told me that that, in fact, was the case. But he also explained that since the person had made a sizable donation, usually that person had very strong values that were in alignment with the organization. And so by inviting the donor to actively participate, it shows them the particulars of how the organization serves the community and specifically how the donor has helped the community, which I think is really important. But again, all of that was 
the private side of the acknowledgement. And this question, I think, had more to do with the public acknowledgement. So I asked him for advice on that. He told me, well, yes, a speech is great if you have an event to give the speech at. But there are other ways to acknowledge, and they usually come before any sort of speech. For instance, he likes to offer donors some ideas about how to best to apply the gift and see if they have a preference. He told me that by first finding out what motivated the donation, he could then suggest better uses. He told me that sometimes people just say, oh, use it for whatever you need, but others appreciate a specific use or even naming something after the person. So let's say Ruth donates $100,000. Maybe she's particularly concerned about young mothers, young single mothers, being able to support their children. So he suggested that he might say, well, why don't we create Ruth's mommy pantry, stocked with diapers and formula? I thought that was a really great idea. So then he gave me another example. He said, well, let's say Ruth is in education or a marketing business. I might suggest earmarking the donation for community education or lending library or an internship program. And he told me another thing that works great is a donor match program that is to encourage other people to donate. The approach is to let the donor know that you want to maximize the donation by using that gift as a multiplier. The point is to make a few suggestions, and sometimes the person already has an idea, and that's great too. I really liked Tim's ideas, not only because they made the donation more personal, but also because the thank you would last longer. But then I wondered if the donors ever had a bad idea, and what would he do with that? In fact, he told me that it does occasionally happen, but generally that's because the person doesn't know the ins and outs of the services provided. And he told me that really what he does is just have a conversation about the mission and the values and maybe some behind-the-scenes details, and that helps the person to adjust their idea to something that's more appropriate. And then he said he's never had a problem with people asking for something for their own personal benefit, but He said that maybe some other organizations might, and in that case, it's possible just to decline the offer. I wonder if people really would decline. Anyway, I never realized all of those things were discussed or needed to be discussed right at the time the person makes the donation or maybe shortly thereafter. Once he explained it to me, it seemed to make a lot of sense and that those conversations would need to happen before any sort of public acknowledgement. Tim also explained to me that It's really important when you're ready to make that speech to make sure that you match the thank you speech to the donor's personality. He said, even if the donor remains anonymous, that you want to acknowledge it in a way that will really resonate with that donor. But then he also reminded me that the speech is also to motivate and inspire the rest of the audience to serve and perhaps give of time and money or whatever. So that anything any thank you needed to be delivered with the entire audience in mind. And of course, that would mean that you would need to explain what the donation made possible for that organization. It should outline the specifics, particularly if the donation was given and earmarked for certain services. If the donation was able to help a number of families, then you'd want to give an example or two and tell a story. Be as specific as possible to articulate the impact of the money had on the organization and the members it supports. Maybe even quote some expressions of gratitude from individuals. But of course, it's important to also maintain the privacy of the people that have been helped. But real stories 
help both the donor and the listener understand the value and the importance of the gift. And of course, I'm always preaching the value of stories. I think stories are so important. They are what motivate us and entertain us and help us see and put ourselves in the position or see the perspective of our conversation partners. Even for people that want facts and figures, I think stories are what motivate. So this week, I'm so grateful for the help of Tim Lowell. Thanks, Tim, for all your great ideas and for agreeing to share them with me and with everyone. This is Lisa B. Marshall, changing organizations, changing lives, and changing the world through better communication. As always, your success is my business. If you'd like to develop influence strategies to gain commitment and foster collaboration, I encourage you to register for my video course, Influence Maximize Your Impact. Register today and save 25% by using the coupon code 25OFF. That's lisabmarshall.com forward slash influence and use the coupon code 25OFF. This is Douglas, and if you'd like to be a more compelling communicator, I invite you to read Lisa's best-selling books, Smart Talk and Ace Your Interview. I did, and they are very helpful. I also want to encourage you to become a Lisa B. VIP like me by visiting lisabmarshall.com slash VIP. That's lisabmarshall.com slash VIP. Hey, are you still listening? I just wanted to say this. You know, now that I know how to thank someone, if they gave me a million bucks, I'm ready.